Hi, hi, hi. I am Kate. Welcome back to the Kick-Ass Life Project. I am your kick-ass life enabler, your biggest cheerleader for living a life you love in a body you don't hate. And today, an advocate for anyone who has ever been the victim of abuse or trauma, no matter how minor you think it is. Because before you go minimizing or dismissing whatever shit you've experienced, please consider that almost everyone who qualifies for the label of victim, downplays it, or just all out refuses it. And I think I know part of the reason. Now, before I dive into this, I just want to put that warning out there that if you've experienced trauma or abuse, there may be some triggering stuff in here. Please be aware of your limits. Reach out to a professional or at least a friend if you need support or help. And please do not take anything in this podcast episode as a replacement for professional help. Now, this topic is something I've struggled with personally for a long time, and I really don't understand why no one else is talking about it. So I am going to ask that if you listen to this and you think, oh, yeah, I've heard other people saying the same thing, I would love it if you would connect with me, send me those links. Thank you in advance if, if you have some info to share on this. What is this? This is about the word victim and how the way we use it in society often re-victimizes the victim. That the word itself is actually a form of victim blaming. And why isn't this being addressed? I saw an example of this firsthand the other day, and I saw the impact it had on the people present who are victims. I don't think it's okay. I think we need to have this discussion. So fact. If you experience trauma or abuse, you are a victim. Opinion. The way society uses the word victim is abusive and shames or blames the victim, which makes proper healing impossible. Now, little fun fact here. You cannot change facts with your opinion. I know. I have tried it. <laughs> so please imagine that underlined a billion times. You cannot change facts with your opinion. So I'm going to start with the calm, calm, rational part of this rant and some facts. Here's a fact. If you give birth, you are biologically a mother. It is by definition a fact. With me? Great. Now, there are endless ways to have an opinion on what being a parent means. But with the act of giving birth, you are factually labeled as a mother. Biologically. Therefore, there are endless ways to have an opinion on what being a survivor means. But with the experience of trauma or abuse, you are factually labeled as a victim. Still with me? Might be, but I'm willing to bet that if the label of victim is put on you, it doesn't make you feel anything good. Like you might be really resisting that. And that is exactly the point. We think victim is this dirty word because we, meaning society, tags a fuck ton of negative crap onto the word when it should just be a benign description. So my straight up, full on, unapologetic opinion and possibly newly identified fact, the language we use around the word victim and the way we use the word victim needs to change. Let's stick with some more indisputable facts. The definition of a victim. 
a person harmed, injured, or killed as a result of crime, accident, or other event or action. Leaves it pretty general, vague, and open, right? For instance, there is a bucket load of people experiencing COVID as trauma, and therefore a whole bunch of people who are about to feel deep shame at having a normal and expected human reaction to trauma. Victim, victim, victim. If I say it enough, does that help take the stigma away? Because I remember this Kristen Bell clip. She was on Ellen and she kept saying the word vagina. Vagina, vagina, vagina. Just a word. Nothing wrong with the word. Vagina. Victim. There's nothing wrong with the word. Abuser, abuse, trauma, COVID. Hate on those words. What if I suggested victim? are resilient, determined, selfless, brave? Or do you think people think of those as survivor qualities and victims are indecisive, irrational, scattered, unwilling to accept responsibility? So can we ask this question? How do we think victims become survivors? Because spoiler alert, they're actually the same person. Student versus grad, girl versus woman, mother versus grandmother, victim versus survivor. In every case, it's the same person. They learned, they grew, they had obstacles to overcome, they tried, they failed, they tried again. They had to be one thing before they could be the other. And in every scenario, We allow them. In fact, we expect and encourage them. And we expect and encourage them not to be perfect, to make mistakes, and to become better for them. In every scenario, except victims. Don't be a victim. Be a survivor. Does anyone ever say, don't be a student, be a grad? Be a grandmother first, then deal with motherhood. Yet we expect victims to skip a step and then blame them for their problems, saying they are acting like victims. <laughs> the problem is that skipping that step of acknowledging the abuse or trauma, skipping straight to survivor status, it dismisses victim status. And personally, that makes me feel dismissed, makes the abuse or trauma feel dismissed, like it didn't happen, or I should pretend it didn't happen. It also skips the step of acknowledging that victims do have a victim mentality. This is not rocket science, but it's also not something to be ashamed of, and I'm going to come back to this. Let's just anchor in with a few more facts first. So biological mother fact. Your body physiologically changes at the moment of conception, and while it can eventually find its way back to a pre-pregnancy state in some ways, in other ways, both visible and hidden, it is forever and undoably different. Victim fact. When abuse or trauma is experienced, your brain is physiologically changed, and while it can eventually find its way back to a pre-victim state in some ways, in other ways, both hidden and visible, it is forever and undoably changed. Important note here. I said 
physiologically, not psychologically. Now, technically, both changes happen in the brain, but since people tend to relate to physical injuries easier than mental ones, it's essential to note that physiological responses to trauma, meaning actual physical changes, do happen. Now, no one disputes the first fact about pregnancy, right? Some people might dispute the second about trauma. However, you can't change facts with your opinion, underlined a trillion times. Science-backed and proven trauma and abuse change the brain. They change how the brain processes information and reacts to that information. Trauma or abuse literally rewire the neural functioning of the brain. Now, please let me be clear here. This is not some public service announcement saying victims should accept the negative side effect and live an unempowered life. And yeah, if a brain can be rewired once, it can be rewired again, but not by shaming, blaming, or ignoring the facts. So this is a public service announcement that it's okay to not be okay and that victim is not dirty word. So let's put on our waders. We're going to get into this loophole swamp. And I'm going to start unleashing some of my pent up, fuck the what, rant energy. So these things that have happened to you are not okay. Those were words that were said to me that helped me move to survivor status after 30 freaking years of being stuck as a closet victim. I'd like to save someone else 30 years with this lifeline thought. Victim is not a dirty word. I'm going to say it as many times as I need to. You cannot control becoming a victim. You cannot stop being a victim until you admit you are a victim. You can't admit you are a victim when society tells you it's not okay to be one. But you can't control becoming one. And that is the nutshell version that just loops on itself. There's no way out of it that I can see unless we change the way we speak about being a victim. See, I think you can't lead to courage, confidence, and empowerment quotes before you admit that what happened to you was damaging. Like, seriously, and trigger alert here, by the way, would you jump up after being raped, filled with the pride of being a survivor? Or would you need a few moments to process that shit? Becoming a survivor is a journey that can only be successful if you are allowed to acknowledge that you were, or more accurately, are, a victim. Because I don't think victim is something you can just take off like a coat. I don't think you ever stop being a victim unless time goes backwards and the abuse or the trauma never happen. These conclusions of mine are based on facts and my experience with the assumption that so help me God or universe or fluffy pink frogs, I can't be the only one thinking this, can I? So here's what I've seen and experienced. Every time someone says, don't be a victim, don't play the victim card, don't live as a victim, or one of my cringe faves, don't have a victim mentality. That language makes victims feel more victimized that they did something wrong by letting, I'm using quote, letting themselves become a victim, that they are doing something wrong because they've had some victim reactions, 
and 100% totally ashamed of wherever they are in the healing process because they haven't managed to leap over the wall from victimhood to survivor land in one graceful bound. Words matter. I don't really think this can be debated, can it? Words matter. For example, if we say, John beat Mary, that sounds different than Mary is a battered woman. More importantly, it makes Mary feel differently. Victim blaming is just not okay. We all know this. We, we all agree on this, right? So, like, we don't say anymore, what was she wearing? We say, why didn't he stop? But both of these premises that words matter and that victim blaming is not okay, both of these premises get violated all the time with these poor, succinct, and socially accepted words. Don't be a victim. I mean, what kind of victim-blaming crap is that? Let's start with the newsflash that no victim was ever immaculately concepted into being. I mean, I've already covered this, but for those of you taking note, highlight that part. By definition of the word, every single person who has victim status has it because an abuser or a trauma event happened. You cannot do it to yourself, and no one chooses it. And yet we tell people not to be something that they had no choice in becoming. Being a victim isn't a personality trait. It's an event that happened to us, changed us, and will forever shape us. So why are we shaming people for it? Why are we placing the blame for being a victim on the victim? When everything about the word victim makes it dirty and negative and weak and shameful, and then we place that label on someone who had no choice in gaining it, we force all of those negative associations of the word onto that person as well. Is that supposed to create strong survivors? I mean, how many children do you know who have thrived by overhearing their parents talk about how much of a burden their kids are? How many young girls have adopted a healthy body image by listening to the media's views on what a woman's body should look like? Imagine you got pushed out of a rowboat into the water. You are labeled, by definition, as wet. Everything you hear about being wet is negative. Wet is cold, slippery, thinking. Stop acting so wet. Stop shivering. We don't want wet people. Hurry up and get dry so you can get back up here and contribute to the rowing. Leave all that wetness behind you and just move on already. Dry people are productive and happy. Why can't you just be dry? Just act like a dry person and you'll get drier. It's ridiculous, right? But don't be a victim, a.k.a. wet. Be a survivor, a.k.a. Dry. The biggest reason all this matters? You can't leave a place you've never arrived at. This is not my quote. Can't quite remember where it came from, but I love it and I'm going to say it again. You can't leave a place you've never arrived at. We can't expect victims to quote unquote move on from a place that we tell them never to arrive at. Beautiful side note, fun fact here. Being a grandmother doesn't end your career as a mother, right? Doesn't make you less of a mother or take away everything you learned as a mother. In fact, some would say being a mother teaches you a ton of useful shit about yourself. 
even when being a mother sucks. Therefore, being a survivor does not end your journey as a victim, make your experience any less traumatizing, or take away from everything you learned as a victim. In fact, every victim I know will tell you that while they would never wish their trauma or abuse on anyone else, and that experiencing it is not something they can be grateful for, they are grateful for what they learned about themselves and the strength and courage they discovered because they were a victim. But we still think it's okay to say, don't be a victim. We still associate victim mentality with helplessness, blaming others, not taking responsibility. Here's a thought, because I really don't believe in complaining unless you try to contribute towards a solution. So here's some of my solution thoughts. I've got two of them. Instead of saying, you've got a victim mentality, we could say, it sounds like you're suffering from the side effects of abuse or trauma. One of those phrases puts the blame squarely on the victim. You've got a victim mentality. And the other one puts the blame on the abuse or the trauma. It sounds like you're suffering from the side effect of abuse or trauma. Instead of saying, you're acting like such a victim, we could try saying, it seems like you're holding on to thought patterns that you needed to survive your abuse or trauma. Only that second statement allows the victim to take responsibility without shaming them. Here's my second solution. We invent a new word. Sure, continue using victim as this derogatory, undesirable thing, but create a new word for someone who has experienced abuse or trauma. We've done this, this exact thing. We've done it for ethnic, disability, weight, and gender reasons when a word has taken on so much negative connotation that it becomes an insult, right? If you've been abused or experienced trauma, boom, you are a victim. Just like that. No turning back. No choice in the matter. Done. Deal. You can't unbe a victim. Which means don't be a victim is an impossible piece of advice that instantly makes the victim feel like they are in the wrong. And we need to stop fucking saying it. I mean, imagine this. Imagine if victim wasn't a dirty word that made you want to deny any association with it. What if accepting victim status didn't automatically align you with a bunch of negative personality traits? What if it was just like being called Canadian because you live in Canada or pregnant because you're with child? Would would you, do you think people would be better able to arrive at victim land and then leave it as a stronger, wiser version of themselves, a.k.a. a survivor, if victim was just a way to describe someone who had experienced a certain situation? Would you believe you could move through the stages of victimhood in a healthy way if you weren't always hearing negative things about victims and victim mentality? Because, yes, when we say victims are weak or whatever negative thing we associate with victims, we don't change anything. We only reinforce that belief to the victim. And if we don't acknowledge the positive qualities that victims have, they will stop believing they have them. Abuse is ugly. Trauma is ugly. Victim is human. It isn't something we get rid of. But we can turn scabs that break open easily into scars 
that remind us of our strength. I am suggesting that survivor and victim are neither good nor bad, but when we shun the part of someone that they already feel shame about, we actually draw out more of the negative side effects of abuse or trauma and push down the positive potential. Would you break a leg and expect to vault over a wall anytime soon? No. You'd rest, recover, heal, relearn, gather strength. And you'd do it believing this was normal. So I wonder why we can't extend the same respect to someone healing from a mental wound. I will say it again. Being a victim isn't a personality trait. It is an event that happened to us, changed us, and will forever shape us. But it does not define us as bad or good. Being a survivor isn't a personality trait either. It's a place we work to stay in despite all that has happened. And we shouldn't have to gain entrance through a shady back alley called the victim walk of shame. I'm going to interject a personal story here. One day, I walked into a counseling office and for the first time in my life, told my whole abuse story from beginning to end and fully expected the therapist to tell me to stop being a victim. I honestly believed that is what she would say. I knew I was being weak for breaking down and complaining and admitting my life was a mess because I couldn't get my act together. I mean, I'd read all the quotes. I was smart and supported by friends, and I'd tried so hard to put everything in the past. Really, I should have been taking responsibility for myself. I shouldn't have been acting like such a bloody victim. So I sat there, pathetically, also known as bravely, doing the ugly cry, you know, with that unique blend of snot and tears that just disintegrates Kleenex, also known as acknowledging the truth, and waiting for this tough love pat on the head of, don't you feel better for getting all that out? And now, time to move on with your life. Also known as minimizing my experience. Instead, I heard this. These things that have happened to you are not okay. In that moment, I learned it was okay to be a victim that it was okay to not be okay, that admitting I was a victim was a brave thing to do, and that it was the only way to stop being one. Why had nobody ever said that before? Acknowledging I am a victim without attaching shame, negativity, or guilt allowed me to recognize and accept that wherever I am in the healing process at any given moment is just fine. Victim and survivor are not a one-way, linear path. They exist on a sliding continuum within the same person. They are two labels that must exist together in order for either to exist. I should not be farther along than I am. There are lessons to be learned at each stage, and I can't skip ahead to the end. I have to walk through all the parts of being a victim, even the ugly part. When I finally accepted being a victim, 
I could finally accept being a survivor. I remember walking, months later, walking out of a counseling appointment. It was Christmas time, and I was being offered one of the gifts that had been donated for victims of abuse. And I vividly remember feeling utterly confused as to why they would be offering this to me. I knew I'd been abused, but I still didn't think I qualified as a victim. And to be honest, I didn't want to accept the gift that I viewed as pity for a poor, helpless victim. Because in my head, I wanted to think, I'm strong now. I'm not one of those women. The counselor looked at me with this endless patience and said, You deserve kindness. You have experienced horrible things. And however you did it, you're still here. These gifts are for women exactly like you. And in that moment, I realized I had still been placing my own judgment on what being a victim meant. Victims were still this group of people to feel sorry for because they obviously weren't strong enough to be survivors. They were over there in the victim club, complaining, crying, numbing pain in healthy ways, making poor life decisions. And I was so much better than that. And then I went, wow. Talk about buying into a stereotype. Talk about living in a glass house. If any of this is resonating with you, my psychic skills tell me you have scabs that fester and keep breaking open so that it feels like your life never comes together. You never feel good enough because you can't shake the victim mentality. Even though you do everything the self-help books say strong survivors should do. You overcompensate by trying to make everything perfect and cannot forgive yourself when things aren't. You're drained from the effort of showing the world who you want to be when the reality is what it is. And in your mind, you don't really have anything to complain about. It breaks my heart to think of all the people stuck as victims simply because we've made the word this unbearable label to wear. If we change that, we change everything. Words matter. The most dangerous words in the world, that's the way it's always been done, in my opinion. Maybe it's time for something different. What do you think? I would love to hear back from you if you have thoughts on this. And again, if you've heard somebody else talking about this idea. I have an idea that there are many victims in this world who, like me, have never wanted to be thought of as victim, have never wanted to be associated with the negativity of victim, and so they've tried to just skip to survivor. There is another way, and I will put a link to some resources in the show notes, and I will probably do another podcast around this topic in a slightly different way. But for now, please remember, there is nothing wrong with you. And you're still on. Keep riding.